So the big question is this. How are successful everyday athletes over 30 like us who work hard, who don't have much time and who are always having to juggle life and family? How are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life but still have time for all our hobbies, family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy, and with me from Wales, where he's almost free of lockdown, is James Breeze. I'm very jealous, James, what? that you're now allowed to, allowed to go somewhere. It's so exciting. Like, literally, as of midnight tonight, we can travel within Wales and within Wales only. It's a momentous occasion. Ah, well, no, nobody wants to go to Wales anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm only messing. Whatever. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. Beautiful country. Uh, anyway, what were we going to talk about? Oh, oh yeah. Coming to America. That's what I wanted to talk about <laughs> before we go on the podcast. Because I said, you're asking me, you've had all sorts of cable issues and feedback on your mic, which we're not going to talk about because that's very dull indeed. So don't start. But you said to me, what do I sound like? And I said, you sound like sexual chocolate. Because um, <laughs> I just watched Coming to America and it was terrible. Actually, it. actually, it got better and it got, you know, I could just about stand it and I had to finish it. But there's the, the start of it, like the first 15, 20 minutes, I was like, what is this? I what know, am I it watching? Was, it was it was sad, wasn't it? Like, consider, it was like, really sad because I love the original. I know. The thing is, I watched the original first again. And yeah. like, obviously, I, it's like, I don't know, built this thing in my head of it being amazing, amazing, amazing. It's not as good as when you first watched it like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, it is. No, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm not having that. Coming to America is brilliant. Love it. <laughs> anyway, but no, we, I, I painfully got through it too, but I'm glad I did because it's still one of those epic, legendary TV shows. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Got through it. So, um, yeah. If you want to watch Coming to America, then you yeah, grit your teeth through the first 20 minutes or so, and then it, it gets a little better. But um, not really the best thing. Anyway, any, any more movie reviews before we move yeah, on? No, I, I was about to say, I think this is the best intro we've ever done. I think people probably listen to this podcast right now going, what are these two on about? It's Friday afternoon. Hey, look, happened. it's Friday afternoon. I'm tired. I just want I, I like movies. Just something wow, else to talk wow, about. Wow, yeah, wow. Sure. That little violin still playing for you. I know. Right. You're making me do work and stuff, aren't you? Oh, it's terrible, isn't it? Anyway, uh, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about um, muscle fiber types. Ooh, indeed. Are we not? And performance and hypertrophy training. Because this is, uh, we've, di we've discovered over the past month or so, haven't we? Uh, new emerging research. Well, I say emerging. It's been last couple of years, maybe. It's, it's come more to the fore, but something we've only sort of discovered and started playing with recently. You know, I'm sure most people out there, trainers, obviously, you know, muscles have different fiber types, but it's not in terms of like training. I've not particularly, we haven't particularly thought about it. So let's, you explain that in a much better way. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for that. Let me just dive in. Just give, give me, Go the, for it. Uh, give me that cue. Brilliant for that. No, there's, I think it's, there's so much more to this and so much more research that people are doing right now. But it was, we started hearing it over the last couple of years that, that, People are doing hypertrophy studies, performance studies based on muscle fiber types, but there was nothing really out yet, or no one really even discussed it. There wasn't hadn't been enough studies or enough enough like research to put it all together and say, well, what is the definitive answer? But there's now more and more studies coming out, and it is going that way that you've got to consider the muscle fiber type of each mu each muscle group. 
individually based on the yeah. deeds that you want to do. And we, we've kind of left it alone. We haven't dived into it because we didn't think it was relevant yet. And now there's more stuff come out. We've gone, right, actually, let's pro- properly have a look and go into it. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know about you, James, but when I trained to become a PT, obviously we learned about muscle fiber types, type 1, uh, type 2A, type 2B, or, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, there's a couple of different names out there, I think. But I don't think we ever then discussed or dived into training them in, in terms of muscle groups, training them in a different way, which is what we're looking at now. Yeah, exactly. I, I, they, I can't even remember them even talking about how much percentage of each muscle was well, made. Well, no, the, yeah, they, I don't think they went into that at all. No, not, not at, at all. all. So like for those, if those who are listening going, what the hell are muscle fiber types? Type 1 is slow twitch. Type 2 is fast twitch. Just so you bear in mind. In fast there, are two, there are two type 2s. Uh, two, exactly, I was about to say. There are two <laughs> types, type A and type B, based on what there are. But just as a general gist, type A is slow twitch. So think long, slow. And type 2 is fast twitch. Think fast, explosive type movements. But yeah, no, no one had said it to me. And then it was just like, ah, oh, that's interesting. And then when we dived into it, we started realizing certain percentages of certain muscle types. And I'll start, we'll start with the hamstrings, actually, because it was you that, that said this when we were talking about, oh, my God. In fact, I'll, I'll let you speak about it, because what we discovered was the hamstrings was 70% type 2 fiber, and which means they're more predominantly fast twitch muscles. So... When you're thinking about that in terms of like certain sports, they're designed to be explosive technically. So I'll let you explain what you said about footballers and soccer well, players. Well, it, it was just when we were dis- discussing it all and I was thinking, wow, you know, 70% type two. So they're designed to be, as you say, explosive in nature, short, sharp, powerful stuff. So sprinting, right? But if you think about energy systems, you're talking 10, 15 seconds at max effort. And then obviously, you know, you're getting more into aerobic energy system taking over especially after two minutes so uh, then i started thinking about and and you need long rest periods long long rest periods after that for mm-hmm. for the um muscles to to recover in particular like, you know hamstrings if you're looking at um you know a, a heavy session you're talking three to five minutes to recuperate from a short heavy set now if you think about that in terms of footballers they do, yet yeah, they do short, sharp sprints. So it's not like they're sprinting for minutes on end. No, they're not. You know, it's 20, 20 second sprints. So that fits in. But they've got to do it over and over and over again without the rest because they don't rest. They're constantly, yeah, they, they slow down. They have a little jog around. But the, the strain that hamstrings must be under as a football soccer player is huge. And I was thinking, well, is that a reason then that footballers get so many hamstring injuries? Because essentially hamstrings are so much type two that they maybe need to be trained to be a little more type one. So they've got more endurance. That just that was just in my head. I think we do. And to me, it makes perfect sense. That does, you're thinking logically how that may happen. Now, we have no science or research to back nope. this up right now. This is just purely us hypothesizing and you're hearing this let's just chew the fat almost (laughs) just just spitballing it just i was just thinking you know well yeah you got that makes biological physical Mm -hmm. scientific sense to me yeah well it's the same here and so if we dive back a little bit a little bit previously you know let's start thinking about well what does me what does having type 70 percent type 2 fiber we'll start on the hamstrings first let's let's focus on the hamstrings there's 70 percent type 2 fibers so in terms of 
training them, what this then allows us to think about is in two, in two elements. We've got to think of, well, what's best for hypertrophy and what's best for performance. So this is what we, our, our brains are now working. We're thinking, well, immediately, if someone's going to train with us, we've got to work out, is it hypertrophy or is it performance related we're working on? Because it then makes us have better and more informed decisions on, how, on, the, on the process of what sets and reps we're going to do. So as an example, hypertrophy. If the hamstring is 70% type, type 2, sorry, they're going to respond better to hypertrophy for low sets and reps and having longer rest. That's what the research and that's what they're talking about now coming up. It's like, so if, they, if they're more type 2, you want to go heavy and like really low reps and higher rest to improve hypertrophy. And then when we're thinking, well, actually, but, but then for performance, we've got to start thinking about muscular endurance stuff. Things like, like footballers. The soccer players, yeah, footballers, soccer players, we've got to think about that. So then we're then going to do higher rep stuff for those guys to kind of balance it out a little bit. So that was just the stuff that we're thinking about. It's like, well, we're going to think about this now. What's the muscle fiber type in this particular area? Great. Are they performance? Are they are they performance related or are they hypertrophy related? And then we make more informed decisions based on their needs, based on that muscle fiber type. Because fiber types can also be trained to, to change slightly and perform a little bit more, in the hamstrings case, perform a little bit more aerobically, as long as you train them correctly. So you, I see you've got to take that into consideration. Exactly. So again, runners, people sprinting, sports, you know, this is where maybe the benefits of Nordic curls and all this stuff comes into it. Nordic hamstring curls, doing... great exercise, yep. Exactly. So you're doing less, you know, let's say Nordic curls will be more for performance, basically, you're doing higher volume, and then, okay. Lower rest, go... high volume. Exactly. Higher higher volume so you're looking you're talking 10 plus reps <laughs> mm-hmm. on a set and maybe even five or seven sets which sounds horrendous thinking yeah, <laughs> yeah it does i don't want to do that <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> so you know but, and that's the type of thing and if you think take the hamstrings we look at the calves as well the calves like even more their their calves are type one 90 percent like yeah. let's look at that now even more so if you're talking about training the calves both performance and for hypertrophy so then talking type one, okay, for hypertrophy, they're going to be looking at higher volume <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. And you have 12 plus reps, five to seven sets, maybe on some work. But for performance, we're then looking at maybe much lower volume, much heavier work to go alongside it. So it's just interesting, like if you look at the hamstrings type of gluten, the hamstrings type two, then sorry, I'm confusing things completely here now. Yeah, what are you saying? Start again. <laughs> yeah. So the hamstrings are type 2, 70% here, right, fast twitch. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you've got calves, which are type 1, right? Yeah. And they're uh, slow twitch. Yeah. So therefore, if you're going down the hypertrophy route and, you know, you're training your hamstrings, obviously, generally, obviously, especially if you're doing uh, an exercise where you're standing up, then the calves are going to be trained, are going to be working at the same time as your hamstrings anyway. But if you want calf hypertrophy specifically you're then going to have to have to add extra high rep work on those because of their fiber type exactly and apologies if i was confusing everybody then because i just jumped from like it is still confusing. <laughs> i've got the table we built in front of us just looking make sure i've got it got it right because it is a little bit confusing or it's pretty mm. new to us and how we're doing things now but i, I think it might be interesting should we should we just read out the different muscle types we've broken down and the muscle fiber types accordingly yeah go for it i think it'd be interesting so Let's start on our, on our far left-hand side of our table. We've got quads, which are 65, 65% type 2, uh, mini fast twitch. You've got calves, 90% type 1, 
slow twitch. Hamstrings we discussed, 70% type two fast twitch. Glutes, now here's an interesting one, 52% type one. So almost 50-50 almost really. Almost 50-50, but it could also explain why people get that peachy bum, kind of like massive bum when they just do loads and loads of reps of the glute thrusters and hip bridges and kettlebell swings and all those sorts of things. So something to think about. Yep, absolutely. Chest, you know, the big old everyday's bench day sort of thing. Chest is 60% type two, right? So fast twitch works best at hypertrophy for low volume, high weight. Triceps, this is interesting, 67% type two. I would never have thought that in a million years. Never thought in a million years. I would have gone type one, it's an endurance thing, but nope, 67% type two. So low rep stuff um, for hypertrophy there. Shoulders, you know, again, I can see this this being reason why. 60% type one, so fast, tw uh, slow twitch. I'm getting confused myself here, it's crazy. <laughs> can you read, James, you're all right? Just about read, yeah. Now back, 50-50, do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so moderate weight, moderate volume, moderate, moderate, moderate. Yeah. <laughs> Biceps, 55% type two fast twitch. Again, I've never put that down as, as fast twitch muscle types. And then, now this is a good thing here. This is something that we've definitely seen people have significant results for the abs showing for a way stronger core. Is the core is 60% type one slow twitch. So it's gonna respond way better to high volume, high reps, lots and lots of- longer, longer time periods. Longer time periods. And what we're seeing, we've been, before we even started discussing this, we were adding sustained periods of core work for like 60 minutes at a time with some people uh, on some of the mixed modal pieces we were doing with them. And their abs were just like, you know, getting ripped and bulging because they're doing significant more volume on that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it's just something we've been diving into, playing around with, nothing too crazy. So just to you know, bear in mind that our philosophy now at the moment, this is fairly new. We, we haven't really dived into this and finalized any of this yet, but at the moment- well, we're, just, uh, we're just experimenting really with it now, aren't we? It seems to be, people seem to be responding well to it. Yeah, in that, that like, sense. Jerome's work and like Amit you know, recently in the coaching program. Yeah, they've all been looking fantastic. So just bear that in mind. Just, just wanted to share this with you guys today. Something nice, quick and simple and easy to say, hey, this is what we're playing around with. So you are seeing behind the scenes here at Strength Matters. You know, we're looking at muscle fiber types. We're distinguishing whether you are performance-based or hypertrophy-based. And based on those muscle fiber types, we're gonna adapt the, the reps, sets, and you know, the whole pyramid and the, the intensity of the whole exercise based on the needs on that and what you need to do. So just something to think about. Exactly. Do you want to talk about rest at all? Have we mentioned that? I can't. Uh... Oh yeah, we could talk about rest briefly before we leave off. So like, if you're going low reps and heavy weight, you need a longer rest period. We've kind of defined a good rest period for three to five minutes for that. But then for the higher reps, the higher volume based stuff, we're looking at one minutes, two minutes max. The shorter the better in that in our in our mind for that because we're going for volume based and yeah. and again especially if the muscle is more type one more aerobic in nature you can have the shorter rest periods but for something like hamstrings you know type two if you're going heavy then you probably are going to be wanting a good four or five minutes rest if you're going really heavy yeah, definitely 100%. To, uh, to recover so from that classic example of the higher rep thing high sets calves 90 percent type one we're looking at five to seven sets 12 plus reps on average and then we're looking at short rest periods of 60 seconds. 
Exactly. And actually, yeah. also, actually, the other thing is frequency. How often we train these things as well. So, like, oh yeah, cool. That's yeah. You know, it's another good point to think about. It's like you know, so many parts. Like, it's it's it seems a bit disjointed today because it's quite. It's just so new with us. We just wanted to talk about it. But yeah, if you look. So if we think about the the volume and the intensity and the rest periods, we're then looking at each muscle type. If they're predominantly type two, fast twitch, we're only doing them to that muscle group twice a week. But if they're type one, we're doing three to five times a week. So for example, core work is a part of all our training plans, no matter what, which is the three to five times a week type thing, as core is a high percentage of type one. 60%, I think it is. Yeah, 60%. But then say, say squats, let's look at the quads, which is 65% type two. We're only doing squatting, heavy squatting two times a week. And I think most people would thank you for that. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Exactly. But again, like calves, you can go three to five times a week. You know, we're talking glutes three to five times a week. So accessory work at the end on, on, a, on a session, you can just add it in mm-hmm. session after session after session, basically. Yeah. This is why I'm starting to see the bigger picture for kettlebell swings as well, like the hard style kettlebell swings. You know, we've always been a, always been a fan of the, swing, of the kettlebell swing, but it's now putting it into perspective and going, actually, here's why people get the what the hell effect <laughs> almost. You know, with that, it's now it's becoming more apparent it's because it's 52 percent time one potentially exactly so some some thoughts there maybe it was a bit sporadic but uh, hopefully you got uh, something from it and also maybe this is something we'll be talking more about in my strength matters in the future james yeah absolutely yeah this will definitely be part of that later once i've got my head around it written about it and understood it's kind of it's, it is it is a good way like the magazine writing in it and and the the video membership of My Strength Matters, which is my.strengthmatters.com. Well, tell people what it is because they might not know. Oh, well, it is. It's our whole membership portal that you can get as part of the magazine. So we're giving away a whole system. We're giving a train. In fact, if you go to strengthmatters.com forward slash system, you'll get the free download book and you'll soon, and if not, if it's not already live, the free video series that goes with it to explain our entire system. As an idea behind it, it's a full training course. It's a quiz, a quiz as well. We built a quiz. Oh yeah, no, it's, it was actually. I, w- I didn't think the quiz would, you know, be great, but it, yeah, I take it back. The quiz was fun actually, yeah. and it's something. As you say, it's our membership training portal. There's a free series on there at the moment, but we will be adding over the weeks, months, more and more and more videos, courses on showing you exactly how we do what we do. Basically, the, the behind the scenes work. Exactly. So yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, yeah, but this is. I think this is literally about a year away before I can really dive into this properly. <laughs> Possibly. Literally getting this fresh off the press. Uh, yeah. like this is exactly what we're looking at now. So, yeah, when, we, when I really understand and we've tested out more in depth, then I think we'll be sharing with people for sure. Definitely, definitely. Cool. Thank you very much, James. Cheers for that. It's all right. Short, sharp and sweet today. I'm going to Indeed. go enjoy my time in North Wales and enjoy my freedom before everyone else. Oh, get out of it. I'm, I'm going to be in queue. That's what <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> well, enjoy. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Want more fitness secrets? Want to see the very best that Strength Matters has to offer? If so, then go start your free seven-day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today. Our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action. Together, we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success. Start your free seven-day coaching experience today. Visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started.